Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi and Mississippi, for that matter, such a great place to live, work, and play. And I've given you the opportunity on a number of occasions to, to hear how pleased I am to be a part of Super Talk Mississippi Media. Uh, there are 12 stations that are part of the Super Talk Network, and they are sort of geographically, strategically located throughout the state. So when you combine your ability to be able to listen to this show on the radio with the incredible digital footprint that we have, um, you know, we're, we're just we're covering the state. And it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can listen to uh, a Super Talk uh, radio uh, channel. Super Talk Mississippi Media also owns, in addition to the 12 radio stations, they, they own another, uh, let's see, uh, 14 radio stations that are news uh, programs. So a total of 26 radio stations across the state and several here in coastal Mississippi. And one is a very popular radio station. Um, it is WCPR. 97.9 WCPR rocks. Most people in coastal Mississippi are very aware of it. And they're the ones, they're our sister station. They're the ones who produce every year the CPR Fest, which was you know sort of in hiatus for a number of years. And then it came back and uh, about to come up again. So we've invited our friend Scott Fox, who's a music director for WCPR and also an on-air personality. And uh, I've also asked uh, Cal Curley, who's the producer of Coast View, to join us in this conversation because Cal has had uh, a tremendous history. For, he's been at the company so many years with sort of this evolution of WCPR along the way. So we're going to give you the latest, and we're also going to talk about the latest as it relates to the upcoming CPR Fest. So without any further Further ado, let me welcome my friend Scott Fox and, of course, the producer of Coast View, uh, Cal Curley. How you guys doing? Hey, Ricky. Doing well, man. Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Good to see you. So, hey, Kyle, you and Scott go back a long way, don't you, buddy? Way yes, back. we do. Um, uh, I would say back as far as uh, Harley Davidson and uh, Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, hey, so, so could Kyle tell some stories on you, Scott? Well, Kyle could tell some stories, and he'd be the one that would remember them all, because my, my memory's gone. So. <laughs> there, there's great. a lot of those memories, Scott, that are, um, you know, I, I refer to uh, some good lyrics from Garth Brooks. He raced by Sweet Red Wine. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No. yeah. So, so hey, Scott, remember stuff like that, but can't remember details of events. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, Scott, tell me. The, you know, it's it's so interesting because CPR, one of the magics around WCPR is the way that you guys select the music. It's a very unique approach. You still are very much in the trenches of listening to music and 
picking the music that plays on this channel. It's been a great history of that. You guys have uh, done a good job of sort of adjusting the programming along the way uh, with a morning show, for example. Uh, in, in, a, in a world where most radio stations are moving to some sort of national voice and doing away with local altogether, uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media has has doubled down, and WCPR is no exception to that. Give us give us a kind of a the latest at WCPR. Well, the to to your point there for a minute, the the nationals that are doing voice tracking and, and one person's voice tracking for you know ten stations across the country, they're losing out. They're losing out on the local touch, and so uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media. I mean, they they have kept it real and they've kept it local. You know if if I'm here uh, at voice tracking in Virginia, I can't talk about something that happens weather-wise in Virginia or something uh, local to that market if I'm in a different market completely. So, you know, nothing wrong. People make their living that way. That's fine. But we like to keep it uh, a local. And, you know, we've, we've been here on the scene since, shoot, what, Kyle, 1994, 1995? 94, 95, yeah, when we got together uh, at the same place, and then CPR in 95. Yeah, so we went on the air at uh, 95. I think uh, Kyle Curley was the first one at the radio station. Uh, the longer, the, the only person that's been here longer than me is that guy right there, Kyle Curley, because I came on uh, in, uh, what, mid-94. Kyle was already here at US 98, a country station. Yeah. And we turned that t- uh, station excuse me, into rock. And uh, man, we've been trucking all along, Ricky. And uh, uh, nowadays we have our our own local morning show. Uh, I come on after the morning show with the all request lunch. It's probably the longest uh, running feature on radio locally. Uh, We've been doing the all request lunch for what, 28 years or so. Um, And and then after me, we go to uh, straight music the rest of the night until we come back with the morning show. It's interesting. The morning show, again, again, it's unusual to launch a morning show in a sea of radio station consolidations in this country. But um, boy, the, you know, having a, a group that's focused on this local market, like you mentioned just a few minutes ago, and being able to bring some kind of funny flair to it and sort of the CPR attitude, it's made a real difference, hasn't it? It has made a difference. And, you know, the, the thing is with the morning show is we found ourselves in a position where we had to find a morning show. And uh, Kenny Vest and myself, I mean, we scoured the country looking for morning shows that we could syndicate or maybe bring somebody in. And we just weren't finding something that, that really stood out like we had to have this. Uh, we were in talks with Bubba the Love, Love Sponge and uh, a couple other people. And uh, finally, we decided, you know, if we we really can't find what we want out there, let's just kind of make make it ourselves. (laughs) And we did. And it's worked out. Tell us about real quick. Tell us about the personalities on the morning show. So we have Lucas is basically the the main voice on the morning show. Lucas was program director and is still the uh, PD of our top 40 station, the monkey. and he, we brought him over. We brought Dan Saw, who used to be a stand-up comedian. And Dan has worked here at the radio station for a long time doing, uh, you know, traffic and things like that and some on-air duties. But we brought him in together with Lucas. And we started the morning show out with Riley Knight, who is a longtime personality here on CPR. And uh, recently, Riley stepped back 
So uh, her replacement is a girl that was a friend of Riley's, actually. Her name was Sarah, who worked for the Seawolves. And she came in. Now we have Lucas, Dan, and Sarah. And they sound really good. Sarah, this is her first ever radio job, and she sounds really natural, uh, really comfortable, and it's worked out very well so far, yeah. And the numbers look good, don't they? The numbers are looking good, yeah. The They came out on top of our, uh, our main rival, who <laughs> left us after so many years. Uh, so that was always uh, good. Good to see that, man. That felt good. Yeah, I know I did. Kyle, you, it's, it's cool to sit in your seat and watch these evolutions happen, isn't it? It is. I, you know, when it come time looking for a morning show, I think, uh, you know, it really comes back to the culture that we've kind of created here between Kenny and Scott, myself. There, you know when there's a fit and when it's not going to fit. You just have that gut feeling, and it's kind of like Kenny and Scott with the music. You have the gut feeling, and you go with it. And in the end, with all of the different competition and all of the different choices, doing the local morning show with the talent that we already had in-house, just pulling them from different piece places and putting them together, it just fit with the culture of the building. It fit with the culture of the market and you know, gut feelings sometimes more than not show up to be positive and it's turned out to be a really good move for us it's it's, it's cool it's very cool to watch it you mentioned the, the music cow <clears throat> but scott what you and kenny have done for so many years around the selection of music it's incredible it's pretty simple though i mean we have our formula and it's it's not a difficult formula <clears throat> we kind of know exactly how each other is going to react to a particular song. And, you know, I'm the one that gets all the new music in. And if, if I hear something, sometimes I'll test Kenny to see if he's on the same level as me on, on a specific song, uh, just to see what he says. And I said, yep, I knew he was going to like that, or I knew he was going to hate that. Anyway, <laughs> our formula is pretty simple. It's just kind of stay away from the loud screaming stuff. If Give us a hook and some good sounding songs, and you may have a hit on your hands. Yeah. Question about question about the hook and the feel good songs. What happened with my Buck Cherry? I thought it was going to do better. <laughs> well, that's one of those things, you know. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes they do, Kyle. Sometimes they don't. I sent Scott a uh, song. I thought I had it before him. I emailed it to him and Kenny both. I said, "You're welcome." And then I kind of watched it over the few weeks, and I'm like, "Man, it never took off." I feel stupid. Find <laughs> it. Sometimes, Kyle, it's other bigger artists that might be coming in at the same time that makes it harder because we can't play everything, so it makes it harder. We may have a Metallica song or an Ozzy song or something like that coming in, and you know we have to give attention to those songs if they're good. You know, before Buck Cherry, unfortunately. Hey, we're having a conversation with Scott Fox from WCPR and my buddy, the producer of uh, Coastview, Cal Curley. He's, they both have such great history with Super Talk Mississippi Media. When we come back, we'll talk about CPR Fest. It's back now. What's coming up for this year's fest? We'll see you after this break.
listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have my friends Cal Curley, the producer of Coast View, and then Scott Fox, who is a music director and an on-air personality for WCPR. And uh, yeah, I enjoy it. You always enjoy getting together with my brethren. But it's it's cool that there are so many local personalities that are part of Super Talk Mississippi Media. As I've said at the first segment, as I've said many times on this show, and in a time in the radio business when everything's being pushed to sort of a national voice to cut costs, uh, Steve Davenport has taken a completely different approach with his radio stations in Mississippi, and it's really paid off. He's built this incredible multimedia company that is hitting on so many cylinders. Um, I want to just remind you a little bit about the history of WCPR, and then we'll talk about this year's event and uh, why it's important. But, Kyle, I'm going to actually turn it over to you, and you can uh, you can you kind of delve into that a little bit with Scott. Well, the, the history of CPR Fest, in the nutshell, we signed on the air, what, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, September 20th, 95. At 5 o'clock in the afternoon, somebody had a phone pole or a power <laughs> pole and knocked us off the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that right there, I think, set the stage for the most kindest way train wreck that CPR is. Because sometimes, I mean, in the best possible way, Scott, CPR is nothing but one train wreck after another in a good way. CPR Fest has always been a a wonderful event. The first one was 1996 with Candlebox. Uh, Candlebox, Brother Kane, Dishwalla. I've I've got the the T-shirt right here. I'll flash it real quick. This is a T-shirt that we framed from the very first CPR Fest. And wow. Lucy. Yeah. Hog, I remember that. And aisle 9 from here on the coast. Yeah. So those guys are still around. You know, some of those bands. Candlebox has a couple shows coming up in August in the area. And then uh, over the course of the few years, we've only taken a couple of years off. I, uh, well, I want to say, so this is what, CPR Fest 21? This is 21, yeah. Okay. So in the, yeah, so we've only taken a few years off. Some of your best moments from CPR Fest, what's your top two or three? Oh, my gosh. One <laughs> of them was um, uh, Case Choice playing. Uh, on the grounds uh, and the big lawn in front of the Coliseum yeah. in the rain. I remember that. And nobody moved. Everybody was checking out the show. And rain didn't run anybody away, as I remember, of course. You know, no, I remember when they were on stage, there was there was a good number of people hiding from the rain underneath the catwalk around the Coliseum. Yeah. But as soon as she started into the first few notes of the acapella part at the beginning of Kay's Choice, of the song, I can't. The life of me can't remember the name of the song, but everyone started running. It was, and they stayed outside from that point on. Nobody yeah. ever hit from the rain again all day long. It was great. That song was called "Not an Addict." Not uh, an addict. Yeah. Uh, another uh, memory would be, uh, in general, the the one year we were able to have camping overnight. It was a two day festival oh. at that point, and we had campers stay out overnight. That was kind of cool. Um, Another one would be from last year. One of the coolest things I've seen 
was Giovanni and the Hired Guns brought a tuba out on stage and did a song with a tuba. Now, how many times have you seen a rock concert with a tuba on stage? Yeah, you don't see that often. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, so, you know, those are just uh, a couple things I can think of right off the spot, you know. I remember one year when the Toadies couldn't make it and we scrambled to have a band fill in in that slot because it was right at the evening. I think the sun was going down, and I want to say, was it aisle nine? That, um, they filled in, and they just did all covers. And I remember... Yeah. Do what? That makes sense. It probably was them. They Level with the ground, it was the band. It wasn't aisle nine. It was level with the ground. They went out, and I remember the sea of people bouncing to uh, when they did the cover of Limp Biscuit, Break Stuff, Rage Against the Machine... It was you to know, Chris, the uh, lead singer of Level with the Ground, Chris, still uh, is in contact with me. And they had some really good songs, man. Yeah. And, uh, he did he did good covers of Tool, Limp Biscuit, a bunch of bands. Yeah. Yeah, that was to me one of the highlights. Then I, that weekend we had camping. I remember it was one or two o'clock in the morning. I was staying at the Holiday Inn next door. And this band rolled up, got off the bus. They come in. They showed up with a six pack of Molson. That's how we figured out it was Nickelback because it was the only Canadian group. <laughs> yeah. So I sat wow. with Chad Kroger for a while. Who'd have known? Long, you know, later that the, the band that they would become. But that was fun, um, and just the people in general that we always run across at all of these shows. Uh, all of these bands, they're the nicest people you've ever met in your life. And sometimes it's hard to get in contact with them. Sometimes it's not, but it's usually not the band's fault. Once you, you know, get through the barrier of they, they, they know you're not out to sucker them into something. They, they're really good people. I, I've enjoyed every bit of all the CPS you know, that we've And had. the time, the time that I sp- spent with Brad Arnold here on Coastview, t- telling the story of of uh, WCPR and discovering discovering Three Doors Down and that whole story and what Kenny's role was in that. You know that show got got viewed, you know, almost a hundred thousand times. You know, it just it was super popular. But you know, again, uh, they have followers from all over. I noticed that uh, a, a young woman from Russia even commented, you know, about something about kryptonite. So, so it's got so much great history, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Three Doors Down, man. Uh, you know, they are they were our local band, and boy, just gigantic now, huge. So, Scott, tell us about this year. What, what are we looking forward to this year? All right, so this year, it's coming up uh, in just a few weeks, May 6th uh, at the Coliseum. It's going to be inside and outside. Uh, so we're going to start off the day uh, probably right around noonish outside. We've got uh, uh, a few bands. I, I went to a uh, rock radio convention about um, two months ago in Las Vegas, and some of the bands I saw play out there, I called Kenny Vest. I said, Kenny, man, we should think about these guys. They really, really sound good. Uh, and so actually three of those bands are playing. One of them is uh, called Des Rocks. That's a guy's name. And he kind of looks kind of like a, um, I don't know, Freddie Mercury-ish type looking guy. Really a great musician. He puts on a fantastic show. Uh, saw him in Vegas, uh, another band called Crowbot. You hear that to me, if I hear that name Crowbot, I think it's going to be a heavy metal rocking sound band, but they're really not. Uh, and they played an un- unplugged set in Vegas. 
and just phenomenal. They played some Soundgarden covers uh, by request, and I thought, man, these guys sound so good. We should try to get them. So we did uh, Saliva. I saw them in Vegas, too, and it's been a while since I've seen them, and they have a new singer uh, from the days back when we had them at CPR Fest a couple times before. Uh, they have a new single out right now called High On Me, and it's really, really good, and they just uh, they rock that house in Vegas. So we went after Saliva. So we have those three, Desrocks, Crobot, Saliva. We have a band called uh, The Violent, who used to be called Red Sun Rising. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, who is... Uh, just this great performer, man, guitarist. It kind of reminds me of like a Jimi Hendrix type. He's going to put on a great show for us. Uh, and then we'll have Another Day Dawn's Inside. We'll have Bush and Breaking Benjamin all wrapping up the show inside of the Coliseum. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a, a hell of a show this year. <clears throat> Give the details one more time and, and uh, how people can get more information, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the uh, the show is Saturday, May 6th at the Coliseum in Biloxi. If you uh, would like to get tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com. You can use the Ticketmaster app. You can go to the Coliseum box office. Tickets start at about 25 bucks. Now, look, and it could sell out because we're having the show inside and outside. We can only sell the number of tickets of people that would fit inside the Coliseum, right? So the tickets are good inside and outside. So... Uh, we'll have a, uh, a pit area right in front of the stage for standing room tickets. Uh, we only have a 1,000 of those that we're selling. I'm not sure what we have left at this point. Everything else inside the Coliseum is seated. Outside the stage, it's going to be uh, you know standing room only. You no, no assigned seats outside like we had last year. So very happy about that. So you, May, you know, that first part of May, you don't want to jinx it, but usually the weather can be amazing. Well, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we get the May flowers and not the April showers. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, so, uh, Kyle, any uh, any any closing thoughts on the uh, on the uh, CPR Fest and what it means to Coastal Mississippi? I think at this point, CPR Fest is almost a rite of passage for CPR listeners, for people on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. There's people in other towns and around we've got a minute five left um that really i mean this is a vacation destination they come down and enjoy the mississippi gulf coast they go to cpr fest they spend their hard-earned vacation dollars here on the coast and i you know to me it's an institution in itself and i think it just goes shows to the testament of uh cpr and super talk mississippi media's investment in uh, coastal mississippi it it's a great time had by all once you get, I mean, I don't yeah. know if you can say anything more else about it. I couldn't say it any better. I couldn't say it any better. Hey, Scott Fox, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Always, Ricky. Thank you, man. And uh, and and uh, Kyle, we see each other every day. He's, he's amazing. I need to get him on the radio more often. Uh, y'all have a great day. And listen, have a, have a good day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Ricky. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.